morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good in your world. The year is coming to an end and the days are rolling past fast. Um, it's cold in certain parts of the world, but in my part of the world, it's extremely hot. And um, yeah, the weather doesn't seem like it's going to be letting up anytime soon. We thank the Lord, you know, for what he's doing. I'm so grateful to God for his grace and mercy upon my life, you know. And when God is in charge of your life, you have nothing to worry about. That's what I'm really beginning to find. I'm beginning to, I'm in this phase of my life where I I can boldly say that, you know, the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear what man will do unto me. I'm beginning to see the reality of the word of God in a real and practical way. And it's 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 the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in my side. And it, it doesn't mean that I don't have problems. In fact, I have lots of challenges. What it means is that through it all, the Lord is with me. You know, he is with me. I just want to share an experience. And this is going to be one of those um musings that I just speak from the heart all the time I, I speak from the heart but there's somewhere I actually have a scripture and a verse and I want to just reflect on it but this one I don't have any scripture I don't have any verse but I'm just going to talk and I believe that the Lord will put his words in my mouth and he'll bring out what's in my heart what he has placed in my heart and that we will all be blessed as we listen and we learn um, in Jesus name amen so there's this thing that has been happening to me like for a while I'm a very introverted person. I live a quiet life. I, which is funny. I have the kind of work that really makes me, I look like I'm a very public person. I like people, but I also like my space. So when you come to my house, you would know that it's the house of an introvert because it's a very quiet house. Very few people actually visit me. But when you see me out there, you think, oh, you know, I'm the life of everything. So anyways, for the few times that I go out and I have gathering with friends, I notice that Whenever I come back home, I'm not happy with how I presented myself. You know, I sort of like, I feel like I lose myself. I feel like I go out and it's like you would not even know that I have spent the last two weeks or two months with God. You know, it's like I was seeing a a different persona and it wasn't something I was consciously doing. But I just found out that every time I went out, I would come back home and I would be like, I would just know that. I would know that the spirit of Lord is a bit distant. I would know that I have grieved the Holy Spirit out. And I just didn't know how it, it this kept on happening. I mean, it, so I would be like, it, it would really distress me because I would feel like, does it mean that I am, you know, my Christianity is just a facade and I am only able to maintain it when I am in the house. And when I go out with people, the real me jumps out, you know, it just used to really, really bother me until this weekend, it happened again. And the Lord then said to me, and I then realized what was going on. Because this only happens when I go out with my with friends, with really people that I really love. And I always have a good time. And I'm not saying like I behave, I'm all over the place. It's more about what I say. You know, the way I just project myself. And by the time I get home and I reflect and I'm like, this people, I didn't even share it. I mean, it's like I didn't even share anything about what God is doing in my life. It's like God was not even present in that conversation, even in terms of how I came across and I would be so, it was very distressing to me. Anyway, the Lord, the Holy Spirit now shared something with me, which I'm about to share now. And what he said to me, he said, you know, that I need to carry him along in all these things. So what I didn't realize was that 
because in my professional life, because of the way things have been in my professional life, I have learned how to, um, you know, how to sort of like carry him along. So what I do in my professional life, if I'm going into a meeting and I've noticed this and I need to be influential or persuasive in that meeting, I need things to go according to plan. I need, you know, God to show up. I actually bring him in. You know what I mean? As in, I ask him to come in, I ask him to take control, and he does. In fact, I had a an experience with a client last week where there was an important meeting. And in one of the meetings, because I have been really comfortable with this client, we've been working together for a long time, and their senior leader was there. In fact, the whole, you know, people in charge were all there. And um, so I made a comment, and it turned out that what I said was not something that in fact what i had said gave them gave an opportunity for them to now say oh no 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 this is not what we're gonna do so i actually said something that showed that i was not on the same page with them and that had never happened before but then i realized i was like oh my goodness i had gotten so comfortable that i had forgotten that in all these things i'm i usually bring the holy ghost in and i do that professionally which is why i'm to the glory of god very um very effective um, in my professional work because I have learned over time through very bad experiences working in a hostile, you know, work environment or team at certain points in my career. I had learned how to bring God in and he always helped me to amplify my voice, to even make sure I said the right things I spoke at the right time, you know, all those sort of things. So, but you should never take him for granted. So anyways, so that happened. Thankfully, like I said, these are people that I work clients. They, in fact, they're my best clients so far. We work really well together. You know, to God be the glory. It's been it's been on for some months, but you know, I'm not in a hurry to end the relationship because it has been really good. So that, but the next meeting we're going to have, I had learned from that. So I then prayed. I asked the Holy Spirit to come in and help me, as we have always been doing. I only spoke once in that meeting. Even when I spoke, I had no intention. I was just. I wasn't attending. I had no agenda because really it was one of those meetings where it was like an open brainstorm. I didn't have the answers, but I just, I, I mean, you can't be in a meeting and not speak. And, but I felt let's all, you know, let's everybody put their views on the table and then let's see how things go. I spoke and it turned out what I said was just the pivotal thing. And that, like I said, that was not my intention. But when it happened and I saw the response that came even from the same person who the week before had sort of like, you know, no, 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 no. Shut, shut what I said down very rightly so because I was clearly off. He had a very good point for saying so. It was a completely opposite shift down. But what made the difference? It was the Holy Spirit. So th there were things I said that God enabled me to say that then resonated with what was going on. And by the way, I was not in the room. I was virtual and talking to a set of people who were in the room. So I couldn't read body languages. I couldn't read anything. In both cases, the week before and this current, I was not in the room. But God made something I said while the, under the power of the Holy Spirit so much more influential than what I said in my own power. So I, I, I took that. So after this um, thing, the Lord said to me, said, you have learned over the years to bring me into your professional conversations, but you are not doing it with your when you go out with your friends it's almost like when you go out you leave me at home <laughs> and honestly that's what i've been doing he said so there there's no evidence of me so what you need to start doing is to start carrying me along i was like whoa because i can't tell you this thing has been going on for years 
at least I can say at least 10 years. But I have also found out that those conversations, whenever, because what happens when people call me on the phone, sometimes I'm cognizant and then I pray. I say, Lord, you know, whenever I pray, God shows up. But so I, I so I said, oh, God, is that how it works? It was like, yes, I, I don't go where I'm not invited. I was like, really? He said, because you have to retain, and I don't know if this is going to be the same for everyone, but what he was more or less saying is that if you are someone, you're a believer, you have Christ in your life, and you know that there's a call of God in your life, then every interaction that you have should be a place of ministry. It should be a place where you're saying, God, glorify yourself. And you have to be the one to ask God to come in. Otherwise, it is just your gig. It is your thing. So I was like, ah. I said, nobody, I, I didn't know this. Nobody told me this. If I had known this, I was like, okay, is this what I need to do? Ah, I said, they are going to be, I'm going to be carrying you everywhere from now on. And he's so right. You know, these are the things why the Holy Spirit is such a necessity for us in this life. Because I, I didn't know this. This is, this is one of those nuances. These are those things that... Nobody really tell you don't know. I mean, do you understand? People don't tell you. you. You know, going out even with friends. But I would come back and be grieved. But I was, you know, so so anyway, I'm learning. I have really learned. I don't want to talk about how I'm going to implement this on a practical term because that's between me and the Lord. But I am going to be carrying him along. And then he now pointed me to the scripture where Jesus said, Without me you can do nothing. Without me. And it's just true. For me, this was a typical... I kid you not. If you see me, like, I had a conversation. I, I went out to dinner with friends that I hadn't seen in years. This is after coming out from a two years where I have been on a spiritual retreat with the Lord. The Lord doing great and mighty things in my life. We spoke for four hours. Very little, in fact, almost nothing of my experience in the last two years, came out in that conversation. Even when I came back, I was like, how could it be that I, I was talking about every other thing except how my life has changed? I didn't share it, the testimony of what God has done for me. It never came up, yes, because the, Holy, the, the Spirit of God that would have enabled me to bring it up. And God knows there may have been people in that group that needed to hear what I was sharing. It never came up. So I lost that opportunity to testify about the goodness of God in the land of the living. And the people that were there, God knows when I will see them again. Because the last time we gathered together like that was probably six or seven years ago. So there's just a consciousness, I think. There's an intentionality that is required to be a child of God and a disciple of, the, of Christ that I am just learning. It's not enough to be morally good. And again, this, this brings me back to this whole way in which we are practicing our faith. It's not, it's not enough. Being morally good, not lying, being transparent, paying your tithes, your offering, doing all those things. Those are the basics. That's not even something to be celebrating about. If you can't do those things, as in you can't be nice, you can't be loving, you can't share, you can't care, then there's no point being a Christian. Go and be something else. And there are many options of what we can all be. These are the things we shouldn't be making a big deal about that. It's the basics. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave. If you love, you will give. So let's leave that. But then beyond that, it's about how 
am I then living my life in a way that shows that Jesus is the center of my life? And that in the same way Jesus was intentional, Jesus would go to marriages and do miracles at weddings. He would go to people's houses and heal. On the way, going to, or in his normal business, he would pray for people. That was, Jesus went, everywhere he went, was an opportunity to minister, was an opportunity to testify. So I think this whole model whereby we say we've turned it into campaigns where we say, oh, we're doing outreach and mission on a particular day, has erased us from the opportunities of actually making our life, everything that we do normally, a testimony and an opportunity to share God in a way that the Holy Spirit will show you. Because what God was telling me was that the same way I've learned how to do it in the office, and it's a perfect analogy for me because, like I said, in that office scenario, it wasn't like I didn't preach Jesus. I wasn't, you understand what I'm saying? But I was just speaking. Of course, in my conversations with my friends, there will be opportunities to be more personal. So, but God has allowed me to even use his power to enable his glory to show in what I do. So that if for any reason anybody asks me one day and they say, why is it that you are so effective? I say, look, actually, it's because of Jesus. I pray this is how God leads me. And oh, then I, oh, so it's, it's Christianity that actually made you like this. Ah, good. But then with my friends, I should be able to be more open, even if they're professional colleagues. There should be. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? There's a, and we, there's an opportunity to have personal conversations. And we did have those personal conversations. It's just that somehow I didn't bring God along with me into them. I was talking about other things. Politics, you know. Even the politics, they were, I could have brought Christ into it because Christ is a strong part of my politics. I mean, it's God that helps me make sense of what's going on. My sense of what's right or wrong is, is based on my faith. And um, so... That was a big learning for me. And it was one of those moments where I was thankful to God for the opportunity to have learned that because that is a big gap. It's something I have not been doing. And I'm looking forward to that because I've always been wondering how can I be more impactful? And that that is just an area. It's an area. I think I'm, I have been better with it, with phone calls, you know, particularly when people call me for counseling. Like So what I, I have been doing is when I know this is someone who is calling me because they are struggling with something, then I'm more intentional. I pray and then God shows up. I speak and, you know, the person is always ministered to every single time. The power of God comes forth. That that I know how to do. Professionally too, because I know that I need to be effective and I've realized that when you're dealing with the kind of people, you know, the context and everything, so I always bring God in and he shows up. But with my friends, I just feel, you know, I'm just here to relax and I just go there and, you know, and at the end of the day, those are the only people I interact with. So I'm not, so it's almost like there are, t- there are two sholas. There's the shola that is spiritual and then there's the shola that is just something else. And I don't particularly like that shola when she shows up. So I have to carry the Holy Spirit along in all that I do. And so um, I'm just going to leave it at that. And um, thank you very much for listening. And I, and I, I, I pray that this blesses you. I'll share a few scriptures um, in the description that really talk about some of these things, how Jesus told us to rely on him to we can't do anything without him and that everything that we do is to glorify the lord everything that he did was to point to the father you know and so that's exactly what we're supposed to do once we're not intentionally doing that and jesus said it as you know he would say things like everything that the father has said to me that's what i say i do not do anything without the father he kept saying it it's almost like what he was saying is that i carry god along with me in all that i do i make sure that 
I only walk where he tells me to walk. I only say what he asks me to say. I only go where he wants me to go. And when I go, I go with him. I do not go ahead of him. I do not walk behind him. You know, he, he kept saying all of that. And when I was much younger in Christ, I used to wonder that, why is he stating the obvious? But I now realize why he was stating the obvious. He was stating the obvious for the sake of you and I. So that we'll know that if him, Jesus, the son of God, who is in fact God, needed to be that intentionally connected to God and did not take his own divinity as an excuse to say, because I am divine, even though I'm part of God, I am also a person in my own. I can do this by myself. If he did not do that and needed to be connected to God and take direction from the Lord and allow the Lord to lead him in what he should say and go in what he, in what he should do, then who am I? Who are you? Who are we to think we can do differently if we want to walk in Christ? So, this is the journey that I am on. I am not interested. I want to leave Christ. I want to leave him 100%. Why? Because he's a better version of me. You know what I'm saying? He's the best version. I like how, I like myself when he's, when, when he's, he's walking through me. I like the Christ version of myself far more than that, the, the other version. Because he doesn't take away my personality. He just refines it. And People are, I think people are, that come in contact with that, with the Christ Shola, have a better experience, far more than I could have ever given them. But again, it's still my personality. It's still me. It's my voice. It's my thoughts. It's my ideas. It's just Jesus sort of like, you know, how would I say, smoothening it and bringing his power along with it. So that I don't say the things that, even though they are right, they hurt. Or things that, even though they are, they do not minister grace unto the people that are hearing it. Rather, make them scared or fearful. When, when, when God is speaking through you, even when he's speaking a message that is, should be hard to receive, the power of God, to, to, it, it ministers grace. It ministers comfort. It ministers a sense of, okay, let's do this. Courage, faith, whatever it is that you need. But when I'm speaking those things with my own power, then fear and other things, negative things, you know, and that's, I don't want to be that person. I just don't want to be that person. So I am learning and I have learned. And I, and I realized that because on that day, because by the time I finished speaking, I could see the impact of what I had said on those people. Because what I was saying, I was telling them the facts. But I didn't tell them the Jesus narrative in it all, which was there. And if the Holy Ghost was in that conversation I had brought him in, Jesus, I, it would have been a perfect opportunity to really share what we believe that the Lord was, is doing. And I, that was a missed opportunity. But anyways, let's just, I, the Lord will, I pray that the Lord will create other opportunities for me and for us and for them and for all of us, you know, to, to continue to grow in his knowledge and in his wisdom. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.